What's up? This is the Burn Rate Podcast with Kyle Oren. Kyle has me doing this intro, because this episode he is one of the guests. At least that's what he told me. Burn Rate. Man in the Moon Killer EP drop in this week yo. Kyle Oren on guitar and vocals. Dan Payton on bass. And, Clay Zingler on drums. That shit is stupid crazy dude. What? Hey, uh, no, man, that didn't sound cool at all. I thought you were going to be more professional about it. Um, that just sounded weird. I don't think you should be- I don't get paid enough for this shit. I don't think I'm paying you at all. I'm a goddamned professional. My dad was the computer in war games with Matthew Broderick. Well, that's nice and all, but what I wanted was something a little more professional. It's like you're trying to be all hip-hop or something about it, you know what I mean? It's like And just now the- I'm here helping you out with the podcast like you asked me to. And you come walking in the studio in the middle of me recording the intro you asked me to do. Am I even getting paid for this? No, look, uh, I told you I wasn't going to be able to pay you for this. Seriously? Fuck you, and oh, fuck this show. That's uncalled for. I'm going to yelp the shit out of this podcast. Um, I don't even think that's how yelp works, Willie. Who the fuck do you think you are? First you answer my ad on Craigslist. Right. And tell me to meet you at Starbucks. Okay. And when I got to Starbucks you were nowhere to be found. I waited six hours there. And when I texted you about it the next day all you texted back was, Oops. Oh man, um, yeah, I think I was stuck in traffic or something. <clears throat> I don't think I'll be back on your show ever again, even if you actually paid me. Don't be like that. Come on. I'm a robot. I have feelings too. Oh man, I'm sorry, Willie. Uh, I think we got off on the wrong foot. I could really use your help on this show. You really mean it? Not really. Uh, quit being a bitch, Willie. See what I mean? You're the worst. Oh, come on, you know I'm joking, dude. I'm out of here, asshole. It's just so unnecessary. But we actually do have a show for you, so let's do it. It's recording. It's recording. It's a show. All right, so, um, okay, so here you go. I'll just ask you. So, when you're writing musically, we'll go lyrically separate. Okay. When you're writing musically, is there any influence-wise when you're writing, or is it just basically your own style of guitar playing? Um, my main influence when writing is caffeine. So that's... (laughs) Or just being completely tired. There's a couple different types of songs that I end up writing. There's like the acoustic sappy shit that I write at the end of the night. Okay. And it's all tired and blah. And then there's the shit when I just get my caffeine in the afternoon and start fucking strumming really fast and hard. And then that something comes out from that. So most of the songs have somewhat similar structure, you know? It's definitely, though, a punk style, though. I mean, you're even acoustically, you're, I mean, the, the acoustic stuff I heard. Yeah, a little more wound up. I've always had, yeah. I've always been like high energy. People are always like, you know, take your time, slow down. Sometimes it just doesn't register to me. It's like the hardest <laughs> thing in the world to, you know, right. to take it slow. I, I go, I tend to just be, uh, when I'm, whenever I'm being myself, like 100% myself and, I'm just kind of jamming out, you know. That's when songs actually come together. I get you. And your your lyrics are obviously heartfelt and straight to the to the core lyrics. Everything that I've heard so far, what what we're gonna be putting out, those songs came from just you know finding what I wanted to play on the guitar first, like a uh, like a verse, for instance, um, and just kind of humming a melody. And then whatever, I'd be humming the melody over and over again, and then words would just kind of pop into my head, like a thought or topic All right. whatever it was and then right. i would kind of it just felt like that's what this song should be 
um, I kind of just tried to do these songs like that. Right in the past, I'd always kind of like say the song is going to be about this and then write it about that. But these songs, I kind of wanted to be more organic that way, and um, I think it worked as far as just letting the song kind of happen. Um, well, because like I think "Man in the Moon Killer" could be taken as as completely fictitious, like almost like a uh, just like a story written, like right. a short story kind of thing written. But I think. Yeah, I've always I mean, it's more it's more real for you though than just being fictitious, though, right? That song uh, came up with the riff, and I was kind of just going back and forth. It ended up being like a bad day at work. Just one of those days where it was rainy and everything was going wrong, and anyone who called you was yelling at you, or just one of those days. Right. So the first lyric, the first verse goes, "I'm really in it today," and I couldn't get away from it at all. It's just one of those days that. You know, like the world's just kind of coming down on you. And every every now and again, you get them maybe once a month and once every other month. And it's just that day where everything's just coming down on you. Right, so, right. So uh, that's, that's kind of how that song came about. And then I started realizing it could be because I wasn't really happy with where I was in my life. Like just being a working stiff and just, you know, not being as creative as I wanted to be. And that's why that song kind of came up because uh, there's been times, I don't know, I have an overactive imagination, I would say. Okay. And uh, there's times like, you know, being at work or whatever like that, you just, maybe not you, I shouldn't say you, but I definitely sometimes kind of imagine and play scenes out in my head, you know, whether it's the boss getting ran over by a, <laughs> a Mack truck or, you know, like stuff like that or um, maybe just, you know, like someone just busting in the front door and just mowing everybody down with a machine gun and um, and yelling, free tacos for everybody <laughs> or something, you know what I mean? Just weird shit and, uh, and not necessarily saying that my coworkers are bad or this or that, but it was just, it was just where I was at in my own head. And I was kind of more mad at myself at that point for just letting myself get so far away from being creative. That was the first song to, in the process of shaking off that shit and getting back into it and writing and painting and, uh, you know, playing the guitar again. I didn't touch the guitar for years before that song, pretty much. It all kind of started with Man and the Moon Killer, but, um, I think a dream actually had something to do with that one, too. I actually had a dream about a guy who would go around and kill uh, people, not necessarily co-workers, but, like, they would only kill during the full moon. So it was kind of that's where the title came from. Yeah, that's Man in the Moon Killer. Nice. It's a good song, not only because I'm in the band, but that it's was, a good song. It was fun putting that together. I had no clue. Like, I wrote it on acoustic first, and uh, it was really slow i remember showing it to you on acoustic yeah, yeah. and it just it was kind of interesting to watch that come together you know i didn't think it would be anywhere near what it is right now you know no it's it's a I, it's a good song it's it's got a good structure to it to build up with it yeah, yeah. how the song ends yeah yeah definitely definitely have you always uh when it comes to singing have you always sang like have you ever screamed or was more like billy gruff vocals or anything? oh yeah i definitely can sound like i gargled some hot asphalt at times <laughs> <laughs> you know, but um, with the new stuff that we're doing, I've kind of wanted to get away from that just because I grew up listening to really good singers and singing along with them, you know? Right. I grew up listening to like Faith No More and Bad Religion and I don't know, maybe uh, Billy Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, what? Patton, Graffin, <laughs> and Bocian. Billy Ocean. There you go. You know, I grew up. So is it up, Caribbean or Caribbean? I think it's Caribbean. See, then he's then he's wrong. Does he say Caribbean? Yeah. 
But I don't think Caribbean would have fit. I'm not going to fight the ocean. I, <laughs> <laughs> I never took lessons. So my lessons were listening to Bad Religion and... Uh, Back in the 80s and 90s, there weren't very many punk bands that actually sang. I mean, most of it was just like, just it just was all just aggro. And I've always been drawn to bands that you can really hear the lyrics. I've always been a, a lyric person, you know, I've always been like huge into good lyrics. So, I mean, some people don't really, it doesn't matter to a lot of people or some people. But uh, I've always been drawn to stuff that I can hear exactly what they're saying that had a, you know some kind of message to it. So yeah, I mean you don't get any better than that as far as bad religion goes. But um, right, right. I mean yeah, there wasn't there was not many bands that actually sang. Most of it was just screaming or yelling and or just like angry tone. But like playing guitar in this band, playing guitar and singing. It's easier for me to get into singing, you know, rather than yelling or or you know growling or anything right, like that. Right, right. But I feel like if there was two guitarists and I was just singing, I think I could really throw down on some yelling and growling. I could see that. Man in Man the Moon in Killer EP dropping this, drop week, this yo. week, yo. So people will be able to check out the Bandcamp page. So so we're releasing a new EP. It's a, yes. it's a little four-songer. You know, I did post it, and uh, I put it up there for 300 bucks, and I was like, that's way too much. That's way too much. So <laughs> I put it down to 256 and 14 cents. so... Well, two fifty, two hundred fifty-six dollars is totally affordable. way better than three hundred. Yeah, it's totally affordable for yeah, four yeah. songs. And that way, we only have to get like a couple people to buy it yeah. to get our expenses back for the EP. So, for people that have not heard our stuff yet, though, describe it. Well, here's the thing: is we come from a hardcore punk background and uh, some metal in there, and uh, so this this is kind of surprising yeah this isn't that so i think if people go to listen to our songs and they know our backgrounds they're going to be like wait a minute you know well it's just a different style i mean it's it's just a different style of playing i i definitely think that there's there's so many different um variations of, of punk you know you have everything from wire and the clash to like discharge and conflict and heavier you know you get into the exploited the ruts what i think is that people aren't going to expect this style of right this style of it versus like if if you know if you said the bands that you played with and i said the bands that i've played with in the past i definitely think people would be expecting something i will definitely heavier and faster for sure so for sure just so you guys know it's not that <laughs> it's not that so but we, it's still but it still has it still has like a i said i think edge we, to it though th that's what yeah. i mean is like i yeah. feel like we yeah. parked it tightly between punk and rock and roll you know like people definitely be able to tell influence for sure the guitar tone, the way that you play, the way that you structure a song, the way that the drums come across, definitely right, right. lyrically. But it's not what I, it's definitely not what people would expect to come out of our backgrounds, period. Right. Which yeah. is fine. I already have a few more songs that we need to start recording, but those songs don't sound like anything, you know, on these the, well, the last four. So it's like, yeah. I, I like the idea of kind of just, we want to throw out a super fast melodic hardcore tune. Sure, or throughout a slow, you know, totally just like 120 BPM rock tune, kind of like Man in the Moon Killer right. or something like right. that. You know, like I think there should be freedom to do. Well, I think that. I that's but that's one of the great things about punk rock is you're not stuck into one specific field, so to speak, of being GBH. 
Right. I mean, you could. You, there's. I mean, I. If, I have nothing but admiration for bands that can't like. For like I said earlier, Bad Religion's been doing the same thing for thirty plus years. So, kind of almost wish that like I had a band back in the day, so we you know that, that would stuck around like that, so we I could just sink into that. But in a way, I'm kind of glad that it didn't end up that way because now I can explore writing in different ways that, um, you know. In any way, I kind of feel like writing. Well, it'd be weird because I, I always like I think about that sometimes too. Like now that's <clears throat> now that sick of it all is on our thirtieth anniversary. Thirty years, wow! Every album that they put out, you know what you're getting. You know it's going to be. And good. there's something. Just, there's usually just, something about the album that gets like closer to the crux. Like every time, like every every album's like a step closer to the crux, dude. They're fucking geniuses. And it's just, but but you know what you're getting, and it's like nice. It's kind of like. You've driven Cadillacs your whole life, so you know that like it's a Cadillac. I can, it's nice and it's plushy and it's gonna, it's cool. Right, right. Like sick of it all is just like you know, you know what you're gonna get when you see him live. You know what you're gonna get when you buy the album. But like what I think, like I've always just wondered what kind of reception would Lou get if Lou went and sang right. in a different kind of band, or if I don't think if he Pete, could sing with that throat being thrashed up. Like what if Lou? took that style of vocals though and went and sang in almost like an oi band a spirit of like 76 yeah, like style how, band uh, almost like how rise against does uh, like those some slower tunes like it's like, like yeah like just slower like if it was just hit that voice in that kind of band i wonder like what his yeah, like yeah. what the reception would be or if pete took his guitar and was a, in a funk band or something <laughs> well that would be totally weird <laughs> But, like, just played in, like, a not sick of it all. Yeah, yeah. And I don't mean, like, when he did. Cause I would like, be super cause he, interested. Because he was in a band. Like, he played with, uh, they, it was him, guy or two from Killing Time, and a and, and, um, couple other guys played in a band called Ironbound. And it was just a hardcore band. Oh, really? it was like it was It was, like, three or four super groups from New York played in a band. And, but it was what I expected. It's just, it's, you know, when you take hardcore bands and turn it into one band it's going to sound still like hardcore i mean like if pete went off of that like hardcore genre right and like went and did something else i'd how, be all about how, it man because i'm all about stuff like that I'm well but i'm just curious what like the majority of people like how you would respond like how what would be his reception if it was Dude, like the people you know. would fucking hate it and people would fucking love it and i would be on the fucking love it team i'm just it's just i've i've always been it's just been interesting to me, like, people just, when you're used to, like, the way a band sounds, and then, like, they fuck with the album, the next album, or one of the guys goes off on its own, it's just, like, people just want to, like, pounce on you, dude. They just want to be, I've always like, been the type of person that, like, if I like a band or I like a guitarist, whatever they're attached to, I, I know there's, I like them because of their style, and I can hear it, and I, I can hear it in everything that they do. Right, So, right. whatever they touch is... I'm gonna get into it, whatever it is. I know it, you know. Well, it's, it's just, it's like, it's just funny because I know, I know one of the bands that is constantly like a love-hate relationship with their fan base, dude, is AFI, because every album is different. Yeah, every album is different. There's not one album that mirrors but I think the album before that. I think it's funny that people go, "Well, yeah, we're punk rock, but we're afraid to fucking sound different." You know, it's kind of weird. Me. I mean, it's no, that is weird. I mean, it's like part of part of being punk is e exploring, yeah, like yeah. the boundaries of. If you music. want to, there's like I said, there's nothing wrong with not exploring that and doing this and then hammering out thirty years like Bad Religion or sick of it all. But yeah, man, fucking, I think um, branching out is a beautiful thing. <laughs> Same damn band. 
They just you're, like no, you're not allowed to step out of that boundary. Sometimes I think that's I think that's a shame because there's like so many good bands that that do that one album that is different from everything else and it's such a good album. Man in Man the Moon in Killer EP dropping this, drop week, this yo. week, yo. So a week ish, burn rate will have a Bandcamp page up for everybody's listening pleasure. Friday, August nineteenth, we're Fr- going to be putting out Friday. the uh, EP. Like I said, it's only two hundred and fifty-six bucks and fourteen cents. Come on, that's completely reasonable, people. Seriously, you know, just don't give to the guys on the overpasses for a week or two. Yeah, they're fine. They probably have houses and cars, anyways. And then just buy our EP. Yeah, I I, I would, but I'm in the band, so I don't need to buy it. So I still had to buy it. What? I bought it. I paid way too much for that son well, of a bitch. Now you're making I me paid, look bad, so I now paid, I gotta buy it. I paid three hundred for that, and then they discounted it afterwards. Oh, well, so now I gotta buy it. And then we'll uh, start a GoFundMe page, yes. so you can afford the EP. Yeah, and yeah. Who knows? Like you know, like maybe deal. the spirit of generosity will take us over, and we'll get it down to like you know two hundred and thirty-eight dollars. We're, well, yeah, we're good. We're good like the that. The more that people buy it, the price goes down. Yeah. So eventually it's yeah. going to get down to about like $214. Yeah. I so imagine. I mean, just if you like us and you're a savvy shopper, then you should just spread the word. Savvy shopper? <laughs> yeah. Like if you bring in five friends, I'll give you 50 bucks off. If you bring in five friends. Wow. Yeah. I'm saying that right now. Is that now. something you got at church or something? Is that, that's really nice. <laughs> I didn't, didn't know you had that in you. Saying it right now. Wow. If you, if, if, if one of our, if one of our, Future Bandcamp listeners and downloaders buys at two hundred fifty-six dollars. Buys and fourteen cents and fourteen cents, and they bring in five friends. I will give them fifty bucks. Wow! So then you only paid two hundred and six dollars and fourteen cents. Excellent. And I think uh, if you come see us live, yes, and that shows at the Trumbleplex. The Trumbleplex. The Trumbleplex. Trumble, not Trumple. The Trumpledplex. <laughs> The Trumbleplex on the 27th of August. And if you show up there, I think you might be able to get the EP. I think it's still $256.14. Mm-hmm. But yes, uh, if you buy that, you get a... Drum roll. A sticker. You get a sticker. <laughs> you get a sticker. You get a sticker. Yes. We will have merchandise at our show on the 27th. We are playing with Trailhead and Empathy, and it is Great Reversals. Great Reversals are having an uh, album release that night. So it's going to be a good show. It's at a pretty pretty damn cool place. It is all ages. So the, tr- the Trumbleplex is yep. an anarchist collective, which I find interesting. Pretty much. But it's like a huge It's place. a huge house. So it's there's not like cramped a, at all. No, no, no. There's an area off the back of the house, which was a garage. And now there's a stage in there. And there's like legit PA and speakers and monitors. And it sounds, it actually sounds really good in there. And I think it's BYOB. Yes, it is. Because it's going to be an all-ages show, which is cool. Because originally where it was supposed to be, it was going to be a 21 and up. So all-ages is better. It's going to be a good lineup, but we are we are going to have merch. And it's going to be a meet and greet and coffee talk. We're and that's have, just with Clay. Yeah, just with me. And then we're going to have, uh, like, scones and... Biscuits. Biscuits. And it'll be a good time. Oh, and dick pills. So 
you can have a boner while listening to us play. And then later on that yeah. night, there's a dick pic contest, right? Uh, it, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And you get um, you get nothing but recognition. Of, you get, I'll give him a burn rate sticker. That's cool. Well, you get a sticker. You could wear it on your Johnson. There you go. Yeah. If it fits. Yeah. I mean, it, you, I would hope that you'd probably be bigger than the sticker because that just would like be kind of embarrassing. The sticker's two inches. Exactly. No, it's the, <laughs> it's three. Come on, it's not that small. It's three. It's three inches. <laughs> but no, it's going to be a good time. We so come on out on the twenty seventh at the Trumbleplex, which is off Trumble, hence Trumble part of the Trumbleplex. We're playing a bunch of songs. Definitely yep. set. It's not yeah. like a well. There's only four bands, so it's not one of those shows where there's six or seven bands. So each band's going to be able to have fun and not have to worry about cramming everything into a twenty minute set. So some of the songs that are on the the Burn Rate Facebook page, uh, we're going to be d- definitely playing those, with the exception of maybe one, but we're going to be playing um, some of the older stuff that I wrote that we kind of started playing just to get started with Burn Rate, but uh, we'll also be playing the four songs on the EP. It is now, it's down to $6. The show is $6. $6. Not the dick pics. No, dick pics are free. Uh-huh, that's right. Bonus. So the but show's only six bucks, so that's, six that's a bucks. bargain. Trumbleplex, Detroit, 27, doors are at eight. Not far from Wayne State's campus at all. Okay, so it's kind of that area. You yeah. Know? It's all ages, so if you want to bring, bring your kids, if you want to bring your kids, that's completely cool. I think that would be fun. I'm sure there'll be no swearing there. Come on. No, no. At the it Anarchist a, Collective. Uh, no, this is, uh, this is a Christian uh, coalition show, and we will be handing out pamphlets on how to take the spaceship uh, I was, to the final I destination. You know, the funny thing is I was talking to Pastor Butt Nugget, and uh, <laughs> he was telling me that last time he was there, like there was all these kids. And they were egging him on to see if he could finish the twelfth beer, you know. And he, he did it. Yeah, well, it's good. He did it. Like he was showing the kids what was up. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's like it's. But it's, it came back. I meant he was showing the kids that it comes back up. And he puked everywhere. It was insane. So yeah, um, it's a good know, time. It was definitely cool. Man in Man the moon killer peep. The links and everything will be posted um, in the description of this show. Buy that Man in the Moon killer EP. Yeah. If not, you guys lose out, and we will take our talents elsewhere to other cities. <laughs> <laughs> what a threat. That's the <laughs> biggest threat I've heard ever. Capone over here just laid it out. I mean, look, I'm sure Indonesia would be very happy to have us. Indonesia would. Yeah. I, I heard that they have some good cloves, cigarettes over there. In, in Indonesia. In Indonesia. Oh, place... Do you ever smoke those? The Jarum? God no, dude. I can't. Those. I can't even stand the smell. Come on, of those. Dude, I used to love those, dude. Ah oh, man, I used to love them. I used to get high as shit smoking. Were you, were you what? Were you listening to your Edie Raquel album too? <laughs> no, at that time, I think I was. It was my grunge thing. I was just. I would just throw on some Soundgarden or some fucking Sonic <laughs> Youth clothes. and smoke clothes because I. <laughs> I was young and I, I wasn't in the weed or nothing yet, so I was just smoking clothes and I'd get high as shit smoking those things. All right, twenty seventh. Trumbleplex, 19th Bandcamp. Come check us out. Listen. Enjoy it. Tell us what you think. Until next time, peace out. All right. That's it. Sweet.
Thank you for checking out the show.